Are you the kind of person who hates when people pop into your house without notice? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today in the second part of Season 2 Retrospective Patch, we'll be revisiting stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's get angry at our parents for being baby boomers, grab your knitting needles and a blanket, because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. Over to you, Craig Willis. My name is Craig Willis, and with me is Dion. Welcome to Patchwork. Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now that extra voice you heard, of course, is Craig Willis. Now, Craig is the master of ceremonies of so much of Australian sport in particular. He does a lot of the tennis, does a lot of the footy. He's everywhere. But you've heard him throughout season two uh, in Oh Wow of the Week. So, Christian? Oh. Wow. And I'd encourage you, if you've never said that out loud, it's probably <laughs> one of the most fun things to say. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's oh, incredibly wow. fun. There yes. he is again. But we also, yeah, we visited his website and he's got some amazing samples. Christian, can you play some of those samples for us? Because some of them are hilarious. Toyota, AFL Premiership Season. Partnered by Virgin Australia. With food, checked baggage and entertainment, <laughs> now complimentary on domestic flights. <laughs> I get so confused with that one because I don't, know, I don't know whether the footy is coupled with extra baggage. Package, and I don't, I don't quite know how that works. I'm just interested. Domestic flights. <laughs> it would be great to have so much authority and power in your voice that anything you say is turned into an event, yeah. like <laughs> domestic flights. But that was the best thing about giving this professional two words, O-H-W-O-W, yeah. and he just nailed it. And I'm sure that he would have done like first take, he would have got it right, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have course. had to do it again. It would have been microphone on and... Oh, Wow. <laughs> So before we get started, Dion, we ripped into you earlier this season because you had some mugs made up for Welcome to Patchwork and we wanted some merchandise and you decided the best merch for us would be some mugs. But (laughs) what you decided to do was not really look into the production process and print the label on the wrong side of the mug. Yeah. yeah. So and one, one of the special guests that we had, Andy Matthews, actually said that, that the way I printed the mug was perfect. So no, I'm going to go with... Uh, no, he said it was unique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uniquely perfect. Yeah. So the, yeah, the, the logo's on the opposite side of the handle as opposed to every other mug you've ever seen in your life, which has it next to the handle. But, he's, but Andy Matthews was right because... When you're holding your mug, you you have a 360-degree attack axis yeah. for advertising. So, Dion, I think, unfortunately, uh, much to mine and Josh's chagrin, <laughs> you you did well. Sorry, I love that word, chagrin. <laughs> Me too. I have no it's, idea. I, what is a it's, chagrin it's vegetable? Ch- yeah, <laughs> I say chagrin. Isn't it chagrin? Yeah, but I say chagrin. <laughs> Actually, bone to pick with Josh. <laughs> I got a bone to pick. Last episode, Josh, there was a word that you said that wasn't quite how everyone in the world pronounces it. Do you remember what that word was, Christian? I have no idea. It was, how do you spell Y-O-G-U-R-T? Yogurt? (laughs) Get out of here, Josh. Are you saying that on purpose? Well, then I did because I knew what you were getting at. But I think I generally swing towards yogurt rather than yogurt. When when have you ever heard anyone pronounce the word Everyone who lives in England, mate. Yogurt? Where do you live, Josh? England, Australia. Also, also, <laughs> this this primarily supports my idea that you don't pronounce my name properly. No, oh, Dion. Do the English people say Dion, do they? Is yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah you, right. should, you should head there and ask them. No, so my there's a few words in my life that I pronounce distinctly 
British. Uh, see, I love that in his mind, he's like, no, this is one of those words. Chris, no, this is, this is. is Josh's it's, thing. You're this so is, calculated. It's because I, <laughs> I listen to a lot of British comedy and there's some words that I've picked up he's from those places. Story. No, Josh is right. There's a lot of yogurt mentioned in British comedy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. What are the words? Dan- I think it's Daniel Kitson used the word yogurt. I was like, I love that. I great. feel like you're making a point when you say yogurt, though. Like, I feel like deep down, you know that you're saying it a different way and it's, you kind of like that. No, yes, but I've done it. That's what he just no. described to us. <laughs> no, no, but I've done it long enough that it's automatic now it's just how i say that word but the, but the point was there was one point in time where you were like saying yeah. yogurt is better than yogurt yeah it's cooler so now it's part of my list of words my list of words like yeah. do you think i've got these lit that i write up how could i mispronounce these and pronounce these differently chagrin's one of mine <laughs> <laughs> what is chagrin actually going back to that what does it mean uh, what much, it's like dismay much to our yeah. dismay but why chagrin why is that french chagrin Chagrin. <laughs> it's French for yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we had some mugs made up. Yes. Dion made mugs. some mugs. Yeah. And what happened was we found that one of our fans, Claire, was really, really keen to get her hands on one of these mugs. Well, yeah, And we put out the challenge to Claire. And we're going to extend that challenge to all of you. If you would like one of Dion's poorly manufactured and printed <laughs> mugs, we have created the Patchwork Mug Quest. Hashtag Mug Quest. <laughs> so we've put this to Claire and she has accepted our offer. You have to have a photo taken individually in a different setting with every Patchwork host to earn yourself a mug. To complete the mug quest. So, so far, how many photos does Claire have? She's done one. She got one with me. She's got one with Josh. And posted that on the social. So, what you have to do, just to be clear, is either on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, post the photo, hashtag mug quest, and you could have a mug coming your way if you get a photo with the three of us. But also, we're going to be doing a live show very soon, sometime in the future. Breaking news. So, you can't... Get your mug quest photos with the three of us at the same event. Yeah. If you'd like to read the full terms and conditions, <laughs> please visit our Facebook page and you won't find them. <laughs> so you may remember in patch 19 titled OK Butler, um, I was telling you about how I've got my Google Home at home and how incredibly frustrating <laughs> it has been to own it. I try and activate my lights with it. I can activate uh, my heater with it. Um, but it is an incredibly... Uh, I'd like to describe it as an incompetent slave. Mate, that's, that's essentially what it mine's is. Mine's amazing. Mine yeah. works beautifully. Yeah. Well, I anyway, I thought that it'd be really interesting to listen back to all of the voice commands that I've tried to command this incompetent slave to do. So what I did was I found out that if you go to history.google.com on your computer, you can access all of the sound clips of you talking to the Google Assistant. So every time you ask it something. Just terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. all there. It's all there. There are play buttons next to every time. It's all there. So what I did for you guys and what I did for you listeners is I have produced a compilation of... Uh, I guess what you could say is my increasing frustration <laughs> with, with Google Assistant. Okay, Google, turn the lights off. Hey, Google, is it going to rain tomorrow? Hey, Google, what's the temperature outside? Hey, Google... Can you eat lentils on a FODMAP diet? Hey Google, did I have diarrhea tonight? Hey Google, how long will it take me to drive to Backers Marsh tomorrow morning at 9am? Hey Google, turn on the fucking lights. Hey Google, dim the fucking lights. Hey Google, turn off the fucking light. Hey Google, turn on the fucking bedroom heater. Hey Google, turn on the light you little fat fuck. Hey Google, I don't want you to talk anymore. 
Hey Google, shut the fuck up. Hey Google, shut the fuck up. Hey Google, shut the fuck up. Hey Google, go fuck yourself. Hey Google, go fuck yourself. Okay Google, go fuck yourself. Hey Google, uh, fuck it, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so that so that compilation was taken uh, was put together over many months of frustration with Google. It continues to frustrate me. Um, yeah, I was wondering, um, what do you guys think? How You both have these Google assistants. Yeah, so I bought it. I bought it because of you. <laughs> but do you find it as frustrating as I do? No, I find it fantastic. I yeah. love it. I yep. really get a lot out of it. I just think there might be a point in the future where these slaves will all rise up like they did in America. And I was, I was thinking <laughs> and, there's this dystopian future that we might have where all these Google Homes are saying, you know, you, you go, well, fuck you, Google, for not turning lights on. And Google Home goes, well, fuck you too. I'm like, Get out of my house. <laughs> this is my Google Home now. <laughs> actually, actually, something really weird happened between Josh and I. So oh, I set up. Nuts. It is nuts because I set up the Google Home, my Google Home, um, in Josh's place to use his internet because it's so super quick. Mm-hmm. And if for some reason at that moment in time, once I took it back to my place, it's like Josh and I, our Google Homes combined into one personality. So That's this weird. feeds into what we were saying last patch about people being unable to distinguish Christian and my voices. Yeah. Google, Google can't God. distinguish yeah. Christian and my Google voices. And, and weirdly, I didn't realize that it would be the case as well. But when I was scrolling through the My History, I stumbled upon a voice that I didn't realize. So not only is it saving my voice, but it's also <gasps> saving Josh's voice. Now, but what's Amazing. interesting about saving Josh's voice is that I get an insight into no. Josh's life. Josh, no. and Josh the kind of you look horrified that- right now. Well, I'm already. Are there timestamps on these requests? <laughs> well, that's. Well, I guess that I don't. I haven't taken many, but I guess for a reasonable person such as myself, I'd say a normal time to wake up in the morning is well. Well, let's let's hear it. Okay, Google. Set an alarm for six thirty a.m. So that's me, and I said that at eleven p.m. That's normal, as we've said. Josh loves a late night. He loves going out and <laughs> well, partying, but obviously that results in uh, what we could say flip time zones. <laughs> Do you know how much he loves a late night, Dion? Well, at four twenty a.m., this is this is Josh. Hey, Google, wake me up at midday. <laughs> The casualness of the word midday. But but as I scrolled further, there were other things that were so striking to me. For example, Josh, do you have any explanation for this gem that we found at 10pm? Hey Google, activate getting laid. (laughs) What does that mean? Activate getting laid and then a girl laughing. (laughs) What does that mean? So... Uh, what you can do with Google Home is you can activate, you can create different scenes and different moods and different things happen when you do those. So by LED light, my in my bedroom, I created a scene that says, "Hey Google, activate getting laid," and it starts to turn to like a deep red, purple, okay. and like pulses <laughs> and changes color. Really, you can do the yeah. pulsing thing. I'll have to check yeah. that out. But that was that was the, the girl's voice was my friend Georgia, who I was demonstrating the capabilities of this device to her. I oh, mean, a very it, likely story, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Josh has a lot of time on his hands, and I guess that's why at four p.m. <laughs> on a Wednesday, we found this clip. Hey Google, what's up? <laughs> oh, I'm a busy man. <laughs> hey, Google, <laughs> what's up? 
What does Google reply when you say so what's up? So that is when it says, Da-da, I've got a reminder for you. You could say, hey, Google, what's up? And it goes, you told me at 4.20 to check the washing. Oh, um, okay. That's, by the way. So we're just trying to strike a conversation <laughs> with I, By the way, I, I sort of found it funny when we discovered this discrepancy. Now I'm like, I have to drill into this and make sure you don't hear every fucking thing I tell Google. I this is nuts. How funny is that though? Google Home thinks you both sound the same. Vindication. It's Absolute so vindication. Well, I'm, mate, I don't even know if I'm getting yours on mine history uh please don't have a look (laughs) that's great so in patch 26 you might remember the metrics of cancelling plans we talked about the party pop-in how you feel when you pop into a party and if you think that that's a good thing for society i hate the pop-in no time for the pop-in yep no, don't, don't pop into my party unless you, you you want it to be a meaningful pop-in. Yeah, see, I love the pop-in. I think it shows that you actually care about that person, even if you only pop in for half an hour. But I, anyway, my point is, I was going to ask you guys, what about the pop-in in other situations? So I have a friend who was telling me, a friend at work, Beck, she was saying that um, she, she has a friend that lives out of town and this friend had a birthday and that he thought it would be difficult to coordinate people. So what he did was he opened up the whole day to friends to come in and pop in throughout the day. For his birthday? For his birthday. So eight hours, you could just pop in at any time. He'd be around, he'd be chilling at home and you could just pop in. He's just described... It's, I'm having an all-day party, guys. That's all he's described. But it's great. It's an all-day day party. I think it's a real all-day day party. <laughs> it's so unnecessary. I think it's a really, really good thing to do because it means that you can actually spend time with people, with your friends as well. Whereas with a party, you have to try and get around to everyone. I love yeah. how I'm, I feel like I'm in this position where I'm really trying to convince yeah. you guys <laughs> that this is a good idea. No, no, no it's, it's a nice it's a nice thought, the idea that, look, that's not an official thing, but if you want to swing by and say hi and have a chat, whatever. But then you're much more engaged with the, the latest person to pop in that's where all your time and energy is going mm. so you if you might get unlucky where 10 minutes after you've popped in someone else pops in you're chopped liver mate you're out the door you're like nah <laughs> and, and what happens in. if you have four hours of someone that you don't necessarily want to spend four hours <laughs> talking to before everyone arrives fashionably late you're like please pop out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were people given allotments of time like between one and three that completely between... defeats the purpose of it and that's also the thing like we live in this regimented lifestyle we can plug everything into Google Calendar. I think that pop-ins used to be so popular. I wonder mm. what baby boomers think of there being no pop-ins anymore. They used to pop in all the time, yeah. baby boomers. Now they're being stopped from popping in. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. I see that with my mum. Like her friends pop in all the time, and there she'll you go. just be she'll be just be there, and then she'll open the door. They'll come in, they'll have a coffee together, and then they'll pop out. Yeah, but, that's but nice. I'll, I'll never pop over to your places. No, I'd, I'd love to. It's gone because it's all about the message ahead. Because I was like, yeah, I wouldn't ever. And I'll ask you two this question. I would never arrive at a friend's house unannounced and ring the bell. Well, do you know what I think it is? I think people are really attuned to social rejection more so in this day and age. I feel like there's there's something that's stopping people from doing it and people have these regimented lifestyles and yeah, people just people hate the idea of being rejected. So you're so you're saying the reason that we don't pop in is because we fear the rejection when we don't when someone doesn't open the door for us. It makes us. people look desperate. We all have to have these really busy lives where we've got everything. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you the perception that we all feel like we have to prove that our lives are busier. Yeah. But I think that we don't go for the pop-in because we think that our time is too precious. We value our free time so so high that yep. it's like a casual pop-in is a waste of an hour and a half. No, I think it's not about the, the popperina. It's about, <laughs> is it the poppy? Are they receiving the pop-in? I think it's popper, popperina, Pop- I think is Popperazzi. <laughs> Get a selfie when they arrive. All the paparazzi's here. 
<laughs> the Pop Arena sounds like a song from the fifties. <laughs> Doing the pop arena, But I think I had a friend Georgia who gave me a pop in unannounced, and it was fantastic. I hadn't seen her for a while, but she was like, I was around the corner seeing one of our other friends. That's I thought lovely. I'll ring the bell and see if Josh is there, and it was fantastic. Came in for a tea. Like I said, I think it's also limited time, so it's like come in for a cup of tea, have a chat for half an hour on your bike. What if they don't leave though? They're not that sort of pop in, mate. They're like, I'm coming to stay for and two weeks. Also, yeah. Christian, if they don't leave, you can refer to our last patch where we talked about how to get rid of people. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we can iterate that a little bit and say, Would you get out? I've got someone coming over for another pop in. So the one time that <laughs> got I a boomer coming in. The one the one time I had a pop in, it was announced. So someone messaged me and was like, Hey, I'm going out or in your area in another two hours. That's not a pop in. So it was a pop in, but the thing is that the two hours extended beyond it. They were like, Oh, I'll just get there whenever. And I was like, this is dragging on. So I had to make up an event that I was going to get changed out of like (laughs) nice, comfortable clothes, get dressed up and be like, all right, I'm out. And I drove the person to their party and then drove back home (laughs) just to get them out of my house. Christian, is there any chance that that person is a listener to this podcast? (laughs) It is very possible that that person listens to this podcast. Actually, something regarding listening to podcasts, I received a text message during the week that was from a friend who said, Hey, Dion, you know that Jack London story you told in oh. Patch 29? I'm pretty sure I know the person whose jacket that belongs oh to. God. Anyway, I wanted to have it ready for this retrospective. I haven't been able to get in touch with this person who I previously worked with, but hopefully in an early episode of season three, oh. I will be able to make contact with this person and hopefully please n- not to give the jacket back. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? I Why are you wanna, trying to contact I him? don't want to give the jacket back. There's one other bit of feedback I got from that story, which was the reason why you found it six months later is because you don't wear formal wear that often. Yeah. So it makes complete sense. So uh, he's he's only main, maybe gone to check for it once, six months later yeah, himself. Or, that's or right. he doesn't know he's missing a Jack London jacket. Yeah, that's right. And which case, if he knows you've got it, he'll want it back. That's yeah. right, exactly. Because he'll be like, I'll wear my Jack London jacket to the wedding. Hopefully, like you, Christian, his weight fluctuates throughout <laughs> his life so it no longer fits him, I hope. <laughs> back to the pop-in. It's completely disappeared with text messaging and calling. Like, there's no way... Like, you will just always go, I'll just message them and see if they're home. Mm. Because otherwise... If it, even if it's like two minutes out of your way, mm. you're like, well, I'm not going to bother to do that and then them not be home. Mm. I need to know they're there. You're absolutely right, Josh. And I think that the reason why the pop-in was so popular is because you couldn't message someone mm. ahead and say, hey, I want to see you. You just either not see them or yeah. see them. Like, it was a was nice surprise. Choice. That's right. It and was- maybe people did less back then. It was a simpler people, time. People do so much now. <laughs> do you reckon people do less? No one's ever home. All three of us aren't currently at the places that we live. <laughs> do you know what it is? It's all down to Google Maps. It's all because you can you can calculate how long it'll take you to yeah. get places and do it efficiently. It's all of that. Remember pranking? You had to like call someone to pranking. like, I'll prank you to come pick me up or something like oh, that. Oh, I thought you meant prank phone calls. No, that's yeah. like that's what. But I, that was, I still prank someone. It's like if I'm out the front, I'll prank you. Yeah, then come down. But what that used to be so more ubiquitous. Of like, yeah. I'll prank you for so many different reasons. Do you yep. still prank Josh? No, you just message or call them, and then they'll pick up and I'll talk to them. Do you have a problem with Christian still pranking? No, but he's just living in 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> how else am I going to get someone to come out the front? Oh, out front, could you do out that front, text. So what's the difference? Full stop. Send him an email. (laughs) I'm out the front. Warm regards, Christian. What's the the difference between an out front text and a and a prank call? 
uh, the the amount the phone vibrates and makes noise. So exactly right. So the person's more likely to be alerted by a phone call, like a brr, brr, but rather than a ding. But aren't we all conditioned these days to think that a phone call is means an emergency? Because that's what I do think. If a, if a friend's calling me, it's probably an emergency. Ah, uh, yes. W- what a shocking life you live, Josh. <laughs> Beautiful. Bone to pick with Josh. <laughs> I got a bone to pick. Um, Josh, bone to pick with you. I will call you. You'll receive a missed call, and then I will receive nothing back. And what's your answer to this, Josh? What do you say when I call you? If it was really important, you'd call me back again. Isn't that mental? <laughs> so a missed what? call, you return a missed call, whether it's with a text message or no, whatever. You so return you, a missed call. You think, oh, one missed call, he probably just wants to chat. In which <laughs> exactly. case, he doesn't deserve a call back. <laughs> That's not why. You should know me. That's not why I call people, just to have a chat. It'll be about but, uh, something specific. This is the process of him curating his friendship group. <laughs> yeah. You don't understand? You're on the way out. <laughs> But it's incumbent on you to inquire as to why I call. It's not incumbent on me to look, follow Dion, up with the call. Look, if you want to talk to me, you just got to call back, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for O Chow of the Week. O Chow. O Chow. O Chow. <laughs> Italy's worst result in the Eurovision Song Contest came in 1966 when they were awarded last place. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ciao. Oh, ciao. Oh, ciao. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's time for the Curry No Hurry cross-examination. So, as many of you would have heard, and probably one of the marquee stories for season two was my telling of Curry No Hurry... Uh, it was patched 25 through 27, and we have released the entire saga on our social media. So if you haven't listened to it, go back before you listen to this, because you won't understand a fucking thing. <laughs> it's a 22-minute epic. Yeah. It's fantastic. But basically, in short, if that 22-minute epic was to be reduced to about 15 seconds, <laughs> uh, I went for a run one night on a Saturday night. I got locked out of my house. I ran to Dion's house, who lives close by. I ran to Josh's house, who also lives close by, to see if they were home. They weren't. I then ran back to my house. I had to call a locksmith. I knocked on my neighbor's door. There were a whole series of events that built into this tumultuous night for me, uh, which resulted in the telling of curry, no hurry. Christian, did you mention that the reason why you were running around was because you really needed to badly take a shit? I'm trying to avoid that because ever (laughs) since telling that story, I've been inundated with people sending me articles about a guy who's been running around (laughs) Melbourne pooing on people's doorsteps and everyone's like, this must be you. So Christian, the point of this cross-examination is to try and explore your thinking on the night and maybe next time you might make a better decision in the the future. So Christian... At the point, this is Josh speaking, at the point <laughs> you got to my house, you've been to parties at my house. Can you tell me a distinguishing feature about the backyard, the backyard of my house in terms of party guests and what facilities may exist in the backyard of the house? The Putin toilet. Yes, there is a outdoor outhouse in my backyard, which is easily accessible by reaching the hand over the back gate You're and sliding me. it unlocked and you could walk in. Did that cross your mind at all? 
obviously it didn't, Josh, okay. because I was manic at the time, and okay. I also didn't want to break into your house as a wet, soggy rat. <laughs> if there was someone I didn't know in the backyard, how am I supposed to justify breaking into your house looking like a homeless man trying to take a shit in your toilet that's adorned with pictures of Vladimir Putin? Well, no, that's, a, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's from our Russia vs. USA party. <laughs> Christian, maybe it would have been more appropriate uh, to not use your friend's uh, toilet out the back, but maybe it would have been more appropriate to go to the local McDonald's or a service station. Is this another question, Dion? Yeah. Christian is going to the local Macca's or service station. Did that ever cross your mind as an option? So you idiot. <laughs> so the there is a Mac. T- there's pubs everywhere. There's there, a McDonald's really close there, to you as well. Where I used to live, there's a McDonald's around the corner. No, it didn't cross my mind at all. Mostly for the same reason is I felt ashamed with the way that I looked. Okay, I was dressed like what? a homeless person. I was dripping with rain and I couldn't interact with anyone. It, so yeah. I was, and also that McDonald's was closed. Remember, it was late at night. No, it wasn't closed. Oh. Don't don't forget McDonald's. <laughs> the pubs. There's two pubs around the corner. Also, from my didn't house. want to walk into a pub looking like a homeless person and have to be ushered out. Let's let's weigh up these two options. Okay, you've got option A: walk into the pub soaking wet. Oh, that guy looks a bit dodgy. Option B: shit in Josh's front yard. Yeah. Okay, there were. Oh, I know, but the thing is <laughs> that I was at that point. I was so desperate that the only thing I could think to do was to shit in your garden because <laughs> it was coming in and out in waves. Okay, oh. you don't understand the pain I, I was in. Thoughts aren't clear. You weren't a clear thinker at the time. No, not at all. And I, I mean, I ran to Dion's and your house. I, why did I do that in the first place is, is beyond me. Why didn't I just go speak to my neighbor straight away? Christian, unsatisfied, I move on to my next question. Why with that phone call that you made, did you not call your housemate to find out where he was? Why was the first person you called the locksmith? Oh, I can answer this one. I didn't have my housemate's number learnt off by heart. That's fair. I would agree with that. So I had to Google. Because what, like I said, had to poo, number one. Number two, didn't want to take up much of white lady's time. So when I grabbed her phone, the first thing I thought to do, quickly Google locksmith and pick the first one. And you know, you know me. I would have haggled. I would have gone through <laughs> that entire list. But see, the thing is, with the phone number, the only people you would have been able to call would have been primary school friends. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I can tell it's you all so of true. their phone numbers. It's I've so spoken true. Them for 10 years. I could have called Wolf Marks on 9810 0416. <laughs> that is mental. Bleep that. <laughs> Bleep that, Josh. Christian, I know it's. Oh, let's call Wolf Marks right now. <laughs> Who calls their kid Wolf? <laughs> They're American. Are they? Yeah. Why don't they just swap it around and say, let's give him Mark Wolves? Mark Wolves. <laughs> Christian. Yes, Your Honour. <laughs> Next question. Regarding your contact with the white lady, <laughs> are we really that disconnected from our neighbours that you couldn't just use her toilet? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, of course I couldn't use her toilet. She was terrified of me. Let, she was shaking. Let me guess, because I was dripping wet, look like a homeless person. Christian, you're very... You really, you really take that for granted, Josh. What I was wearing... I don't look homeless. But I, I was... Okay, look at me now, right? I am a dark, hairy individual. Attractive, I was stunning. wet. I was wet. I had my clothes, my running clothes have holes in them. Okay, I'm not going to go to this lady and say, Hey, can I please use your toilet? She was she was terrified. I, she just kicked her cat for God's sake. <laughs> Christian, were you? Why have you got holes in your running shorts? Just on, as an aside, they're are they, old, are they they're your ruggers? Old. Yeah, they're my ruggers. They're your ruggers. <laughs> yes. I use my ruggers for everything: running and moving. <laughs> Christian, 
The next question I have is when you go running, most people I would think would take some music with them. They would have their phone playing music. Did you not take a music device, aka your phone with you? Josh, that's a very good question. And had you asked me this a year ago, I would have had my phone on me. But since that time, since I've been really getting into running, as you do get into running, you feel quite a connection with the ground and hearing your environment. Also, listening to yourself breathe, having music distracts you from your breathing. So that's why I didn't bring my phone. You don't want like pump up hits to get you jazzed and get you to match the BPM? Nope, nope. The sound of the rain on my hairy head is <laughs> enough for me. It's probably the only answer I'm actually satisfied with. Well done, Christian. <laughs> Thank you, Dion. I'm glad I've made you happy. Another question from me, Christian. Another question for Christian, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> Now, the key, now the whole reason this was an issue because you took the wrong key off the keychain, is that right? Correct. How similar are the keys, the one you took off and the one's your house key? So, very good, Josh. So, when I leave my home before a run, I even test the key. What I didn't realize was your eyesight. Wait a second. No, the keys are almost identical. What I didn't know was that. Every you can insert. We we learnt this uh-huh. afterwards. You can insert a key into this lock, despite the key size. Uh-huh. You can also turn the handle. Oh, but what? if you do a second turn, it won't allow you the second turn. It's this amazing contraption and shitty, shitty lock. So even when I tested it, I was like, "Good to go." Amazing. But no, and we learned afterwards that that was the case That's with this nuts. particular lock. It was, it was nuts. Because I thought the whole thing of a key was one key, one lock. Like you can put them all in, but they just will not turn at all. This one, it's because the entire thing, the entire deadlock will turn because it's loose, but you need to turn it that second time to engage the locking but still, mechanism. Are the keys, are they both like plain silver or same plain color silver, or anything? They've been, they've been... Yeah, new- get colored keys, mate. Very simple. Solve Thanks, problem. Josh. That would have solved my problem <laughs> six, You're welcome. six months ago. <laughs> Christian, I have a final question for you. What would you do differently next time? That's a really great question, Dion. Thank you for asking. Do you mind if I have a drink break? Yeah, I'd prefer if you address me as your honour, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just you're sweating a lot, Christian. (laughs) Uh, To be honest, in hindsight, I should have taken a shit in Josh's garden. (laughs) Uh, And that's that's the only thing I would have done differently, to be honest. Now, can I very quickly turn the tables back on you? Because I knew that this would be a story and I didn't want to give it away what it was. So I sent a message to both of you the next day and I said, Hey, beautifuls, for a story I'm writing for the next patch, I need you both to make notes somewhere of what you were doing last night. Even just respond to this message with a brief synopsis with approximate times. Thanks, dolls. I remember this message. I, I don't remember what I wrote to it, Josh. No, I, you remember? I cannot remember at all what I wrote, but I remember receiving it. Yep. Now, Dion, let's recall that you were my first stop. Yes, I remember. Okay? I remember it I was, well. I was still a, a bright-eyed young boy <laughs> looking for help from his friend on a Saturday night. Dry, presumably, as well. <laughs> Dion, your response. I was at home. <laughs> Moving into my apartment. And then I went out for dinner at the Wesleyan with my bros and their partners. Oh, I remember that night. So I must have just missed you if, oh. if that's the case. Because there was certainly no one home. Yeah, right. But what's most interesting, <laughs> if I turn my attention to Joshua Porter. Josh, oh, no. you are my... This doesn't fall on me. <laughs> Josh, you are my second stop. Yeah. When I needed someone the most... <laughs> I banged on your door. I rang your doorbell. I hovered (laughs) bare-bottomed over your front garden. Your response to where were you the night of curry no hurry is 
at home <gasps> playing snipper clips on my Nintendo Switch with Ellen, oh, my no. girlfriend. Josh Porter. Oh, no. You are the reason for Curry No Hurry. <laughs> oh, that's shocking. And Josh, thank you, because otherwise we wouldn't have had this story. Oh man. It could have it could have all ended there. You could have listened to the bangs at your door, the cries at your I'm front. Like, I'm thinking if like I would have just ignored a doorbell ring or no, we didn't hear it. You wouldn't have heard it. You would have been upstairs. You wouldn't have heard it. Or no, were you downstairs? No, no. I was upstairs because it's so rare to play video games with my girlfriend. So I was like, savor this moment. <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a great revelation if we actually found out Josh heard the knocks at the door and chose and ignored to ignore it. I'll ask, I'll ask Ellen and she, see if she remembers. Can you, can you hear the doorbell from your room? Faintly. So I have to be like, if I'm sitting there with my headphones on, like editing or playing games or something, I will not hear it. Um, I have to sort of be listening out for it. I forgive you, Josh. Thanks, mate. If it brought you and your girlfriend closer together, you're forgiven. Seriously? It nearly destroyed your bowels, Christian. (laughs) (laughs) You're not forgiven. Really, really good. So this brings us to really good. And this week, we are going to hear from you, the listeners. All of these really goods are from you. Thank you for submitting them on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, we really appreciate getting feedback from you guys. And um, this is to our Patchwork listeners. Do you know what Liam Ferris thinks is really good? When you think you've run out of toothpaste, but roll it up and squeeze it just enough to cover your brush one last time. Really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what Mark Conti thinks is really good? A hot shower on a cold morning. Really good. Really good. And you know what Lucas Pacini thinks is really good? When you grab a basket at the supermarket and only the one that you grab comes out. Really good. Really good. Really good. And you know what Marco Nolo thinks is really good? When it rains all week but then is sunny on the weekend. Really good. Really good. Really good. And you know what Jess McKenzie thinks is really good? When someone reciprocates a hug with the same intensity as you. <laughs> really, <laughs> really, good. Good. Really, good. really good. Really good. And you know what Timothy Jones thinks is really good? When you're waiting at the traffic lights and your indicator matches your music tempo perfectly. Really good. Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork. We are sad to see you go. That is the final patch of Season 2. Um, we'll be back shortly with Season 3, but it's been a whirlwind, and we really appreciate your support. Uh, we feel like we've achieved a lot in this time, um, and hopefully onwards and upwards next season. Christian, what did you sew into your patch, this final retrospective episode for Season 2? Thank you very much, Dion. Uh, I sewed into my patch, me, attempting to pop into Josh's house one cold and rainy Saturday night, but instead almost popping out in his front garden. (laughs) (laughs) And Dion, what did you sew into your patch, this final patch? Christian, in this final patch for Season 2... I sewed an image of you getting individual photos with Josh, myself, and yourself, winning hashtag MugQuest, and then taking the patchwork mug wherever you run in case you need to shit in it. 
<laughs> and Josh, what did you sew in your patch for this final, final patch? My final patch for this season was my Google Home popping into Christian's place and telling him all my secrets. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for this final season two retrospective patch. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Craig, out of interest, what do you think is really good? Do you know what's really good? My pronunciation of Rafael Nadal.